We're, we're still in an apostolic church. It's okay. Hey, there we go. How many of you are glad to be here today? Yeah. Amen. Amen. I do want to tell all of our mothers happy Mother's Day. Amen. Wonderful to see all of our mothers here. Amen. Amen. It's good to have everybody here today. And um, if you haven't seen, for all of the mothers, we do have a little special gift on the on the back table. So as you uh, as you leave today, make sure that you uh, grab one of those and just uh, a token of our our love and appreciation for our moms and for all of the things that our mothers do. Yes, amen, amen. You know, it it was kind of funny. You know, sometimes you you ever get a chuckle when you when you read the word of the Lord. You know, sometimes there's things that, that the Bible says that, you know, it's, it's I don't know, it just kind of strikes me funny. Mm -hmm. Sister Jennifer, when she was reading that passage this morning, one of the things that um, that, that it was talking about was that, that with women, if they, you know, once they, they, they had children, that, that the Lord would cause her to keep house. <laughs> And I was thinking, it's not the Lord that's causing that. It's the children and the husbands, too. <laughs> you know, it's all right to laugh. It's, it's, it's good to laugh. It's okay. God, God's, God's all right with that. Uh, but, you know, it is the blessings of the Lord. Amen. 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 And speaking of the blessings of the Lord... We're going to give you an opportunity right now to, to give your tithing, your offering unto God. And we know that there are blessings that are associated with that. Not just financial blessings, and that's not the only giving that we do. But we do give, and we do it in obedience to the Word of God. And there are promises and blessings that are tied to that. There are benefits that come because of our faithfulness to God. And so today we want to give you an opportunity to do that. We don't ever want to rob you of a blessing. We want to make sure we give you the opportunity to receive the blessings of God. Amen. Yes. We don't want to rob God of the opportunity to bless us. That's right. Amen. That's right. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. The Bible talks about us withholding our tithing and how that's, uh, that's us stealing from God. It's his. Mm -hmm. Everything that I have is his. That's right. And not just financially. That's right. Everything that I have. Amen. I mean, every breath that I take, yes. it's from God. Amen. Every, every time I, I get to yes. enjoy some laughter, every time I, I shed a tear, every experience, everything that, that is a part of me, it's God's. Yes. Amen. 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 And as we offer ourselves as a living sacrifice, we're, you know, we're, we're living ready. That's right. That's right. Because That's right. we're offering ourselves as a right. sacrifice to God. Amen. And God said, "Hey, I, I can bless that. I can, Amen. I can prosper that. I can, I can do something with that." Amen. 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 Lord, right now, God, we come before you, God, and we want to honor you with with our, our tithing and with our offering, God. We want to bring this before you today. I pray, Lord, God, that we would do it joyously, God. 
Lord, with a glad heart, knowing, Lord, that it honors you, God, and that there are blessings that are associated with everything that we give to you, God. Lord, we thank you for it, God. Help us all to, Lord, to become better givers and not focus on the receiving, God, but in giving to you, God, because you have given so much to us, God. We thank you for it right now, Lord. We ask that you would just bless this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 You would bring your tithing, your offering to the Lord, and greet someone as you're seated. Greet Greetings, greetings. Greetings, greetings, greetings. Greetings, greetings, greetings. That's it? No. I'm joking. Bobby, how you doing? It's good to see you. Hope you feel as good as you are. That's it. <laughs> Mother's Day. What a wonderful day. Oh, come on. We need better better agreement than that. Isn't it good that we have mothers? Oh, man. Thank God for mothers. I, I, I read a, a cute thing that, man, I wish I'd have, I'd have thought this. And, and you know, I, I could have used this with my mom yesterday, and she would have expected nothing less from me. But if I if if I would have seen this one, I would have used it. It said that, uh, that there was a, a young man, and he was telling his mom, said, you know, mom, I, you know, I wanted to give you the best gift possible today, but as I searched and searched, I realized that God already gave that to you when you when He gave you me. <laughs> Today I want to talk to us for a few minutes about the power of a memory. And you know, as we as we celebrate Mother's Day, uh, most of us, you know, we we think back on our time as kids with our moms, or or even you know maybe even as adults, and and memories that we have with our moms and the things that we've done, and you know the the maybe the sayings that they have. How, how many of you, you, off the top of your head, you can? think of a, a, a phrase or a saying that your mom used to say all the time. My mom used to say, blessed are the peacemakers. Yes. And she was praying that that spirit would just move into the house among us kids. You know, we uh, it, it's funny because on, on Mother's Day, that's, that's generally where we go as we start, you know, the memories. I was thinking about this Mother's Day, and I was thinking about, uh, and I hadn't thought about this in years, but uh, when I first started school, uh, I guess first, second, third grade, my mom was a, you know, she was an elementary school teacher, and so because she was a teacher there, I got to go to, to the school that she taught at instead of going to the school that was in my district. And so, um, you know, I would, every morning, I would ride to school with her, and every afternoon, I'd ride home from school with her. And so, you know, there was none of the having to deal with the bus trip or, or you know, riding the bike or any of that stuff. But um, 
I can remember, and I, I think back on those times and, you know, some of the conversations that we had, and I, I still think about conversations that I have with my mom, and, you know, I, I enjoy those things, and those are, those are memories that, you know, that stick with us. Sometimes some of the, the talks that we've had with our moms, I know that, you know, uh, I'm, I'm sure if I ask my girls, there are conversations and times that they've spent with, with Jennifer just, you know, talking to her, and there are things that, that have stuck with them. And I'm sure many of you, there are things that, that your parents, your mom, probably more than your dad, um, has spoken into your life that have stuck with you. You know, sometimes, uh, you know, dads, we're preoccupied, we're doing all of these things, and moms tend to be the better listeners. They, they tend to be the ones that you can go to and, and you know, if you're, you know, if you're, you're dealing with something or you're, you know, you're down or, or maybe there's some exciting news you want to tell mom about, you know, because dad's just kind of in his own world sometimes. You know. Come on, guys, admit it. We are. We, we go there, you know. But moms are always there. Moms are those ones that, you know, that, that are willing to sacrifice. You know, they're the ones that, you know, if, if there's only one piece of pie left, mom's going, you know, go ahead, you know, it's all right. No, no, I'm good, you know. Dad's going, you better split that with me. And I want the bigger piece. Listen, moms, you know, they, they give us a lot of good memories. And um, I'm sure if I ask you today, there's probably memories that are popping up in your mind right now about times that you've spent with your mom and, you know, things that you've done. I, I can remember good and bad memories. <laughs> I, I, can, I can remember, there, you know, I can tell you I can only remember one time of my mom whipping me. Now, I remember many more times with my dad, but <laughs> with my mom, and, and I, I, you know, I mean, I look back on it, it was 100% me. I, she was interrupting my cartoon time and she wanted me to go to a fabric store. I absolutely, as a child, hated going to a fabric store. I still, to this day, I, I'll do everything I can to avoid fabric stores. I'll go into Hobby Lobby, but not over where the fabric is. I don't like it. And she interrupted my time and watching cartoons by saying, hey, we gotta run out to the, to the fabric store. I wasn't happy. And, and just as we were about to leave, uh, the, the phone rang. And this was before cell phones, so she couldn't take it with her. It was a house phone. And it was my aunt. And they got on the phone, they're talking, they're talking. And they're talking some more. And 30 minutes later, they're still talking. And, and, you know, I'm sitting there waiting for her. Come on, let's go. I want to get back. I got TV to watch. I got cartoons that I'm interested in, you know? And, uh, you know, Gilligan's Island's coming on. We got to go. And, and, you know, so I kept saying, Mom, get off the phone. Mom, get off the phone. Let's go. Come on, Mom, get off the phone. And she said, stop. And, and, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't stop. And finally, when she did get off the phone, she reminded me that she was the one that set the timetable time and the things that went on, not me. <clears throat> Memories. <laughs> but you know what? I, I learned from that. 
Hopefully, we've learned some good things from our moms. And listen, I know that, that you know, none of us are perfect and none of our moms are perfect. So, it, you know, regardless of, of the, the mother that you had or that you have, if you're fortunate enough to, to still have your mom here with us, then, you know, there's still some good things you gleaned from that woman. There's still some benefits in your life. Hopefully, uh, throughout your, your daily walk, sometimes you'll have some things that come up and you'll, you'll hear your mom's voice saying, oh, well, here's how you better handle that. <laughs> Anybody ever have that happen? You know? I, 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 remember, I know that one of the things that mom used to tell us is she said, listen, it doesn't matter how bad you are, I'll always love you. If you, you know, if you kill somebody, I'll still come see you in prison and love, love you. But I want other people to like you. And so you better learn to do some things that, you know, regardless of how I feel, how that it, it's going to make other people like you. And it's, um, it's one of those things that stuck with me, you know. We do. We, we love our children. And, you know, sometimes... We, we need to have a little tough love so that other people will like them too. Uh, I want to talk to you today about the power of a memory. And um, you, you can remain seated. I just want to quickly, I want to read out of Luke chapter 24, verses, uh, beginning in verse 30. And uh, it says, And it came to pass as he sat at meat with them, he took bread and blessed it and broke it and gave it to them. Speaking of Jesus here. And their eyes were open and they knew him. And he vanished out of their sight. And they said one to another, did, our heart, did not our hearts burn within us while he talked with us by the way and while he opened to us the scriptures? And they rose up the same hour and returned to Jerusalem and found the eleven gathered together and them that were with them, saying, The Lord is risen indeed and hath appeared to Simon. And they told what things were done in the way and how he was known of them in breaking of bread. You know, I've, I've read the passage in Luke several times. And, you know, this is the, the passage that is kind of titled the, uh, the Road to Emmaus. And I've read it, this account and I've, I've looked at it many times. But the other day I was reading through this and, and something jumped out at me because... What we have here is the Lord has been crucified. It's, it's the, the third day afterwards. Jesus, the, the, the tomb is empty. And you, we find two of the, the, the followers of Jesus that are, that are walking that day on the road to Emmaus. They're, they're headed that way and they're talking about Wow, you know, all the buzz, all the, the, the talk about, you know, what's happened. Has, you know, has his body been stolen? Or, you know, there's, there's some accounts that, you know, he's, he's appeared to some people. And, and, and they're talking about it. And, and they're all excited. And, they're, you know, in their, in their minds, there's a lot of, you know, confusion and conflicting uh, emotions that are going on. They're, they're sad that he was crucified. They're... they're they don't really understand what has happened. You know, they're, they're, they're kind of confused. There's, there's a lot of emotions here. And so we see as these two are walking that Jesus 
shows up on the scene and walks over to him and starts saying, hey, what are y'all talking about? Oh, well, we're talking about all the things that happened and, you know, over the last few days. And he said, well, what is that? And their response, I love their response. They're like, are you a stranger to this place? Have you not been in town? Have you, have you haven't heard anything? Because, I mean, everybody's talking about this. Everybody's talking about, you know, Jesus was crucified and, and they put him in a tomb and they put guards. And this morning, you know, the tomb was empty. And, and then, you know, there's some of the people that have said that they've seen him. And there's, there's a buzz all over town about this. Everybody's talking about, what, what do you mean, what are we talking about? You, you must not be from around here. I've, I've had some of those, some of those moments. I've, I've asked some questions and people have looked at me and said, you must not be from around here. That's what they said of Jesus. And so, as they, he, he just kind of kept walking along with them and, and they were talking about how they just didn't understand what was going on. And so it says that Jesus began to go back from the Old Testament, from the very beginning uh, prophecies about the Messiah. And he began to expound on them and teach them. Amen. I, I, you know, I mean, what an amazing experience. And it said that their eyes were open as he's talking to them and he's explaining to them the scriptures and how that what this prophecy said was fulfilled by this. And, and then the prophet said that this had to happen. And so we see that by his crucifixion, this happened. And, and what the prophet said over here, yeah, that's why, that's why he had to suffer the way that he did. And, and, and the prophet here said that, you know, he was going to rise again on the third day. And, and that's why the tomb's empty. And he's talking about all of these things and, and these followers of Jesus still did not recognize who was walking with him. That's right. They still didn't see it. And so they finally got to where they were going, to the house that they were going to, and Jesus acted like he was just going to keep walking. And they said, no, 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 we don't, we don't want you to do that. You, why don't you come, come in and, and stay with us tonight? Jesus said, okay, I will. And so he went in and, and they sat down. They were going to get something to eat. And so as they sat, that's where we pick up uh, here in verse 30. It says, and it came to pass as he sat at meat with them, Jesus took the bread and he blessed it and he broke it and he gave it to them. And then verse 31 said, when he had done those things, says their eyes were opened. All of a sudden, they realized, hey, wait a minute. I've seen that somewhere before. That's right. I, I, I've, I've been in a place before where, where Jesus took and, and broke the bread and blessed it and, and gave it back to the disciples, back to his people. Amen. I, I've seen that. That's Jesus. Their eyes were opened. And, you know, I've always, uh, you know, like I said, I've read through this passage so many times and I never really saw the fact that it was through the memory that, uh, of what Jesus had done before that it made them realize who he was again. Mm. Oh, there's so much power in that. 
Church, what has God done in your past? What has God ever done for you? The memories that we have of the goodness of God, of, of his redeeming power, of the, the, the work that he has done in you and I, Oh, it, there, there is no reason that we should ever have cause to doubt God when we can look back, and not only in our own life, uh, we, we don't have to have a first-hand knowledge of it, but we can see through the scriptures, we can hear through the testimony of others what God has done, and as we hear those and we see those things, it causes us to believe and say, oh yes, that's right. Jesus is the one that can do that for me. Amen. Yes, amen. Huh. Before I had ever received the Holy Ghost, I had heard all the accounts of what Jesus had done. Yes. Of how Jesus had, had saved people. Of how he had delivered them from addictions and from the bonds of sin. Of all of the things that they were going through. And, and it caused me, as a young man... To realize that, listen, he can do that same thing for me. Yeah. And, and when I was in those, uh, in the, the the grasp of sin, when I was in the that that dark place, and and there there were times right before I came back to the Lord, there were times that I that I had I had doubts. I had this this decision going on: do I do, do I stop what I'm doing, or do I just run? You know, you talk, people talk about that fight or flight response. I experienced that. I, I, can, I can promise you I experienced that. When, when I came to that point to where I was going to come back to God, God was working on me. God, God had brought me to that point. And it was because of the fact that I had heard of God's ability to deliver because I had, I had heard the testimonies from others. There were those memories that were implanted in my mind about what God had done for others. And I realized that God does not change. And so if he's done it for them, he can do it for me. And there was no reason that I needed to flee where I was. But I could turn to God and he could do the same thing for me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, you can look back at Luke, the ninth chapter, and that's where we find the account of the, the feeding of the 5,000 is what it's called, but it's really probably the feeding of more like 20 or 25,000. But God had done that great miracle. And when the disciples, when these, these followers of God begin to see, or followers of Jesus here, begin to see him with this bread and, and the breaking of that bread and the blessing of that, it, it, a light switch came on. See, there's, there's power in our memories because when we, when we see something that we've experienced before, it will propel us to be able to, to go forward and to accomplish things, to be able to overcome obstacles. Amen. Mm. Amen. See, actions seem to stick with us a little bit more than, than, than some other things. 
We tend to remember some things that someone said or, 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 uh, or, or did, maybe even more than some of the other senses of, of that. You know, I mean, sometimes our, our memory can fade quicker on, on a certain, uh, maybe appearance of someone or, or the sound of that person's voice when we still will remember some things that they've done or some things that they said. I, I think back on uncles and, you know, and, and different relatives that I've had. And, and, and you know, I had some, some real characters for relatives. And, and they always seem to have, you know, some, some funny sayings. And for the life of me, I, I can't pull up and recollect the sound of their voice. But I can remember the words that they said. I can remember some of the actions that I've seen. I, I may not be able to, to bring up in my mind the perfect uh, uh, photo of what they looked like. Oh, but I, I, I'll never forget them. You know, the, <laughs> pardon me today, <laughs> you start talking about memories, and you start talking about, a lot of times, about people that have, that have gone on. You start talking about how the, you know, things that you remember about them, it causes you to miss them. And uh, not too long after um, I, I had experienced that with, um, with Sister Jennifer's dad, I'd experienced that loss. I experienced the loss with my, you know, with one of my uncles. And I determined, because they were gone, and I, I couldn't hear that voice anymore. Oh, I, I still had memories, but I determined that, you know, I want to I be able to hear the voice of, of some of these people. Now, many of you that, that know my dad, you know that he's not a talker. <laughs> my dad is not one that, you know, uh, I, I can probably count on one hand the number of times that my dad has has called me and, and you know, to, to talk to me. Well, shortly after experiencing some of those losses, that thought had come to me that, you know, I don't ever want to uh, lose the sound of his voice. I want that memory. And so there was one day, and I can't even remember what the purpose of it was, my dad had, uh, he called me. And for some reason, I missed the call. And he left a voicemail. And I said, ha oh, I'm not going to let this opportunity go to waste. I walk around today, and I'm, I am one of those people that habitually, I, I delete things. I, I don't, you can look in my email. I don't keep emails. 
if there's something that I have to keep, it, it doesn't stay in the inbox. It gets moved somewhere, and if it's not something I need to keep, it's, it's trash. Voicemails, I, man, I clear them out. I, I get rid of them. All of those things. I don't keep those. And probably, if you look today, one of the only voicemails that is on my phone is that one for my dad. I've got that voice. Memories are so important in our lives. If you look back in, in Judges, first, second chapter, uh, you're, you're seeing where the children of Israel have gone into the promised land. They've gone in, the land's been divided, they've gone in and, and, and uh, Joshua has told them, listen, go and Go and conquer the lands. Drive out the inhabitants of the land. And they begin to do that. The Bible lists some of the, the, the tribes that were successful in, in, in clearing out all of the inhabitants of the land and taking it. It also lists some of those that, that weren't successful. They, they didn't follow through and complete that. And, and you're seeing kind of this transition uh, to where uh, Joshua is just about to die. And um, he's admonishing them, listen, don't, don't go back. Don't let the, the people that are here, don't let the, the, the idols remain. Don't let the, the sin remain because those things will be a, a thorn in your flesh. They'll, they'll, they'll be a stumbling block to you. There, there, there are some things that you need to get rid of because they'll be harm to you. That's what God instructed you to do. And, and Joshua's encouraging the people. He's, he's, he's trying to give them this one last push of, listen, obey God. Yeah. And shortly after Joshua dies... The, the Bible talks about how that uh, at, at 110 years old. Wow. But, you know, the Bible begins to talk about how that children of Israel weren't obedient and, and, and pushing all of those, those people out of the land. And they allowed some to remain. And said that they begin to, you know, to, to stop following God. The Bible talks about how that, that generation that had experienced the miracles in the wilderness and the, the, the experienced the promise of God and, and bringing them into the promised land, all of those things, they had, that, that generation had passed. And it was a new generation that came up and it was a generation the Bible says that did not know God he didn't they didn't know the miracles that God had done they didn't know the the things that God had done they didn't have any memory of those things they didn't remember who God was they didn't understand the miracles that God had performed to bring them out of Egypt to, to provide for them in the wilderness, to take care of their every need, to bring them into this promised land that, that the Bible describes as flowing with milk and honey, right. a land of blessing. Yes, amen. 
They, they didn't have any memory of that. And because they didn't have any memory of it, they turned to other gods. They turned to idols. They allowed the people in the land to influence them. Oh, the power of a memory. We need to remember what God has done for us. We need to remember the things of old that God has done. Oh, I, I wasn't there when he shed his blood for me, but I've experienced the power of the change that takes place when that blood is applied to my life. Oh, if, if, if any of you are here today and you have kids or you have grandkids, oh, you need to recount the tales of God. You need to make sure that they know the miracles that God has done. I, I, I still love to, to talk with my mom or, or, or my dad or, or elder people around me and, you know, and, and to hear about the miracles that they experienced. How, how God did these things in their life. How, how God reached them in their, in their sinful uh, situation. Oh, I, I love to hear about those things because when I hear those, something inside of me clicks and it's like, oh, I, God, I understand who you are. Amen. See, there's power in our memory. There's power that will sustain us when we think about what God has done. Amen. Woo, hallelujah. I tell you, it'll stir something within you when you know that, that God reached way back into my past, back before I was ever thought of, back when my mom was a child, reached into her life at, the, at a young age as a young child and gave her a desire for him. She had a, a, a grandmother. That, that served God, but a, a, a mom and dad that did not. She didn't have a mom and dad that took, took her to church, but God placed within her a desire because she had that praying grandmother. Amen. She had that, that one that still put those memories in her. Amen. Oh, I thank God for those things because we're going to face things in our life just on a daily basis that we need to remember who God is. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I think that it's important for us to think back in our life, not to glorify the sin, but to recognize all oh, what God has done for us. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. How many of you here, and I don't, need, I don't mean to pry, but how many of you here, God has, has delivered you from some, some bonds of addiction or, or some bonds of sin that, that have been things that, that you couldn't do on your own. Amen. You know, I, I think back about my dad and, and how even in times where they didn't have any money, they, they were, you know, dad was making, I think he was making $4 a week. $5 a week. They were first married. Didn't, didn't have you know, hardly anything. And his addiction to cigarettes was such that he would make sure that every payday 
He'd take, I think it was $2 out of that $5 and go buy his cigarettes for that pay period. And then the rest of it they could live on, but he had to have the cigarettes. That, that addiction was so strong in him. Oh, but when, when the Lord got a hold of him, when, when God filled him with the Holy Ghost, he was able to pull that pack of cigarettes out and lay it on the altar and walk away and never pick up another one. I look at those things and I think, God, it doesn't matter what, you know, what, what I may struggle with or, or things that in my past. God, you're able to deliver me. God, it doesn't matter what I, what I come into contact with as far as in, in people in the church. If somebody comes in those doors and they're addicted to drugs, that's all right. I know a God that can deliver them. I, I, I've got a memory of how that happened. I, I've got memories of how God has set people free. And oh, I know that he doesn't change. And so the power of a memory can push me up forward and say, oh, let me tell you what God will do for you if you'll allow him to. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Today, I want us to, to never forget the memories that you have of God. Why is it important for us to, to read the word of God? Oh, because we need to know what he's done in generations past. Yes. Because the word of God says that he is the same yesterday, for yes. today, and forever. Yes. That there is no shadow of turning in him. That's right. Amen. Oh, and that, that he has all power to do all things. Yes. And so whatever we have need of, you know, sometimes we think of things that are, you know, that are just a really, you know, big thing for God. <coughs> Listen, the biggest thing is salvation. That's right. Amen. It's not breaking an addiction. It's not some, you know, insurmountable financial miracle that we need. None of those things even come close to comparing what God does for us in salvation. He, he changes us. He brings new life into us. The Word of God says that we become a new creature in Christ, a new creation, if you will. Yes. He changes us from sinful man yes. into a redeemed, righteous, holy child of God. Amen. Wow. Yes. He takes us from a penalty of death to a reward of life everlasting. Yes. Oh. We, we, we need to make sure that we rehash some of those memories. Amen. How many of you ever get together at, at, at family, you know, family reunions, family gatherings, and, and you hear some of the same old stories, but y'all rehash them? You know, you talk about them again, and you'll sit there and go, oh, yeah, listen to this one. I like this one. This one's funny. Oh, this is a good one. Listen, we need to do the same thing with God. Yeah. Oh, you know, I, I used to, as a kid, I used to love testimony service. I used to love to hear what God would do. Now, I, I, know, that, I, I know that some people went a little low. 
bonkers with some of that. I can remember some of the testimonies that, that I heard as a kid, and I'm going, Lord, what in the world? <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I remember one time a lady got up and was testifying about a cockroach. I'm thinking, good Lord, what in the world? And, and I, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm eight, nine years old, and I'm going, has this lady lost her mind? You know. Listen, I, I'm not thanking God for a cockroach. Listen, it's your creation, God. You did that. I, I don't understand it, but I want part of it. You can wipe out the love bugs, and I'm okay with you. But, you know, then there were some of those that got up and said, Oh, I, I just got to give God a little glory. You know, once I was bound, but God set me free. Yeah. I, 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 I was sick. The doctor said there was no hope. Yeah. All the doctors gave me that death sentence of cancer. But I'm here to tell you that my God is able to save from the least or the most. He's able to do whatever. And he's delivered me from that disease. Oh, I love when, when people begin to glorify God and talk about the things that God has done because it creates in me a memory that my God is able. Yeah. Woo, hallelujah. Yes, it does. It builds that up within us to when we begin to face some trials, we can go, you know, I've never walked down this particular path before. I've never faced this particular obstacle before in my life. Oh, but I remember old sister so-and-so. And she talked about how that she was facing something very much like this. Oh, and God just moved right in and took care of it. God opened up a door. He healed. He delivered. He provided. Hallelujah. Today, as we honor our moms, as we think about those memories, listen, let's not forget about God. Amen. Let's, let's have that same type of a, a, an attitude that we have today for our mothers about God. Amen. That, oh, listen, God, you've been good to me. You've, you've helped me. Just like I wouldn't be here without a mom because she, she gave life to me. Right. She birthed me. That's right. Listen, if it weren't for God, I wouldn't be here either. That's right. Mm. Stand with me today. As I look out across the audience here today, I, I, I know that the, the vast majority of us here, God has filled us with his spirit. God has, has delivered us. Don't ever forget that. Don't ever forget what God has done for you. Don't ever, don't ever take that for granted and, and miss an opportunity to share with someone. Oh, let me tell you a story about what Jesus did. Yes, amen. The power of your testimony yes. 
can create a memory in their life. And oh, people may not respond right then. Sometimes people just hear it and they'll go, oh, well, man, that's, that's awesome what God did for you. And they'll walk away. Oh, but that memory is there. That seed has been planted. And there'll come a time where someone is, is in need in their own life. And they'll say, God, I need you. And, and I've never experienced that, but I remember what that person told me. I remember about how you reached down and, and, and you made a difference for them. And God, I, I need you to make a difference for me. God, I need you to do something for me. Yes. Amen. Today, I'm sure that, that every one of us that are here, we have needs in our life. Yes. Amen. And I'm sure that every one of us have a, a, a different need. There are different things that, that we each need here today. But you know what? God is able to reach and to meet every need that's here. Amen. And today, before we before we're dismissed, I just want to I want to open up this altar. If you want to, you know, to come up around here, or if you want to remain and, and just pray right there where you are, I'll leave that to you. But I want you to know that all that you have to do is call on God today. If you need salvation, repent of your sins. Tell Him, God, I've messed up. Forgive me of it. And, and then just begin to worship him. God, I love you. Lord, I thank you for the, the promise that you've given that you'll fill me with the Holy Ghost. And, and as you begin to, to worship him, oh, when, that, when that, that, that gift of the Holy Ghost comes, just speak out the words as, the, as those things begin to form in your mind. God will fill you today with his spirit and he will transform you. If you're here today and you have sickness in your body, God's a healer. Amen. He's the great physician, and there is nothing that he cannot heal. Amen. If, you, if you have other needs in your life, if there are needs within your family, needs within your, uh, within your home, financial needs, whatever it is, God can do that for you today. Amen. And so right now, I want us just to lift our hands and just... Thank God, number one, for the memories that we have and what he's done and what he has already shown us. But I also want us to call on him today and say, God, because of these things, I'm calling to you and I, I'm asking for your help today, God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God, you see right now, Lord, every need, God, that's in this place, God. And, 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 and Lord, you've shown us that you are the all mighty God. Lord, that your provision extends to every need that we could have, God. Lord, I thank you, God. Lord, for your word, God, for the testimonies, God. Lord, for the memories that you have given us, God. Lord, of, of what you can do, God. Lord, don't let us be like that generation. God of the Israelites, God, that, that doesn't know you, that, that, that doesn't have a memory of you, God. Lord, but let us draw, God, on your word. Let us draw on the, on the memories, God, that you've planted within us, God. Lord, to have faith in you, God. Lord, to recognize.
recognize that you are able to meet every need, God. Lord, and today we lift up our hands before you, God, asking you, Lord, just to move in our situation, God. Lord, move in our lives, move in our families, move in our homes. God, touch our minds, touch our bodies, God. Provide for us. God, whatever that need is, God, if there's sickness, Lord, you're able, God. Lord, whatever it is that we need, we know that you are able, God, so we call on you today, God. Lord, right now, we cry out to you, God, asking you, Lord, just to touch us, God. Lord, help us today, God. Lord, you are you, you have already proven yourself, God, over and over and over again to be such a great and a mighty God, such a loving Father, God. Lord, we know that you are able to do all things, God. Lord, and we call on you and we ask for your help right now, God. Oh, come on, just talk to God right now. 